Hey guys, it's Sophie here with the red flag. We have Chad. Hi. And Kara. And we are a podcast about manipulation, uh, mental health. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Modern romance, mental health, manipulation, and how all three of those things tie in together. Um, last time we talked about anxiety, kind of like what goes into it, t- different types of anxiety. And today we're going to be sharing stories mm-hmm. and kind of what we do to help ourselves with our anxiety. Um, but anyway, so we're going to start with some stories. This is also, um, I just want to say this is our first podcast that we've done with candlelight. Yes. Romantic. We have like the most romantic candles lit Lit everywhere. Maybe we'll post a, post a picture on our Twitter. Oh, that's not a bad idea. We haven't done any pictures in a while. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Uh, did anyone want to start with their stories? Mm. Chad. No, you don't have a story. No, you don't. No, okay. I do, I do, but I got. That's what I've been researching, looking right now. Is like, how am I going to tell the story? Yeah. Looking up because it's it's anxiety, but it's also a mixed bag of depression and mm-hmm. a bunch of other shit. So yeah, depression and anxiety usually go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, totally. But. I just don't know how I'm going to say it yet. Yeah. So I'm just okay. pondering on that. So if you would love to go first. I can go first. Carrie, yeah, did yeah. you want? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go into a few different stories I have. Um, they're just kind of general. They're not really specific stories or specific experiences. Like, But I've experienced these things multiple times. Um, just like little things like, you know, I think I kind of, we went over this a little bit in the past like the last episode but you know my work I get anxiety like you know when a client comes in and something's quite not right or something you know I get nervous um because I don't want to get yelled at or something like that um and you know there's also let's see what another one of course with like going out to eat places I always get like I this is a weird one I always have anxiety about like my card so I have like, mm. I like, I'm super, I understand. Yeah. I'm super like proud and like, I could never, I was, I always try to pay for my friends or pay for, yeah. But like, I feel awful when people pay for me, especially like if I went to go like with dinner with like a few friends and like we order and everything like that. And then I realize I left my card at home or cash at home or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I don't even know what I would be able to do. Like, I don't even know how I would ask that question. Hey, I left my card. Can someone pay for me? And yeah. I'll Venmo you. Even if it's just like, I'll Venmo you this money real quick. Like mine is like, what if my card gets declined? Which like never happens. Yeah. But for some reason, I'm terrified of it. Me too. And like, it's, I've had my, like, I'm super, I check my bank statement religiously. But there's been a few times where I've like, checked my car like gone and like paid for something and like it was like five dollars for like coffee and they're like your card declined like yeah and it was it wasn't even my fault it had to do with like the bank and everything like that and so yeah there's just like little things like that so i always like make sure to carry cash on me now um but there's just there's just those sort of things that i experience day to day like um what's another one um i get super anxious about like the cleanliness of my car but anyone ever gets in my car i immediately am just like 
wait, no, before you get in my car, let me check it. Like, and I keep my car really clean for the most part. Like there's occasionally like, you know, receipts or something like that, or like a drink that I left in there, but it's like, it's never gross or like even that dirty, but I immediately am like, no, if anyone gets in my car, it has to be spotless. Like, um, and if like randomly someone, I end up having to give someone a ride or something like that and they get in my car and it's like there's like a napkin somewhere i'm like oh no they know i'm dirty like (laughs) and um let's see but you know these are just like regular things and they're not really that intense usually but every once in a while i get really anxious and it will be over the little things and it sucks a lot and I've actually been recently experiencing this to an intensity that I've never experienced before. And, you know, I noticed little things where I was like, it was even worse. Like, you know, I wouldn't be able to even go into a restaurant I hadn't been in for a while because I was so nervous because I was like, what if I forget that? Like, what if I forget what I normally get? What if I don't know how it works or I look in and I don't and I look like I don't know. I I look like I haven't been in there before. And they end up like thinking I'm not a local or something. It's like the stupidest things that I get anxious about. But I'll get like, I pulled up to this restaurant and I started thinking about all this stuff. And I was like, I can't do it. And I pulled away and I like drove away. And like, you know, I go and get my nails done every couple of weeks. And I go to this one place because they know me and they're adorable. Um, And they like give me hugs when they see me and they get all excited. And I was told that like, there's this other nail spot like nearby that's really good that I should try and I was like okay cool I'm gonna go and I just immediately like started thinking about like having to go in there and not knowing where like what I had to do like them telling me like go choose a color and like I just couldn't couldn't fathom like the idea of like having to go and do this new thing even though it was like I've done this before and it's just being a new shop and I freaked out and I like wouldn't go um just like even new coffee shop, new coffee shops, especially like I have had that recently. And so I started talking to my therapist about this and I asked him, you know, why is it that, you know, I, why am I experiencing this so much recently? And basically we kind of sat down and we talked about some stuff and it made me realize that, you know, usually in my life, there's like when these types of experiences happen, it's because there's a source, there's like a direct source. And basically what it was is that, you know, there's a person that I don't want to see and they have recently been coming into my space that I wouldn't expect to see, or I wasn't prepared to see them. And it's created a lot of anxiety in my life. And honestly, talking about this like is rough because I know that they listen to this stuff and I don't want them to know that it affects me so much. But, you know, there's part of me that does because I care too much about everything. And um, but, you know, I had to talk through all of this and I've worked through things. And because of that, now my anxiety is a lot better. Once I figured out what it was, I was able to actively make the point with myself and be like, you know, it's okay, Like you know, just because you're going to like this coffee shop by your work doesn't mean that they're going to be there. And if they are there, it's okay. Like it will be okay. And, you know, 
whatever you got to do. I mean, if it's like you go into, I was thinking about this the other day when I was going into a coffee shop, uh, it's just summer moon, shout out to summer moon. This is the best coffee in Austin. Um, I walked up and I went on a day that I wasn't normally there and you know, there were so many people it was packed like out almost out the door and I was like, whoa, okay. And I walk up and I, in my mind, I'm like, how could anyone ever come here and know like what to order? Because everything is like, they make their own creamer. Everything's like wood fired coffee beans and all of their drinks have special names and all this weird stuff. And like, so basically I was just like, how could all these new people be in here? But I saw each and one of them walk up and the people pleasantly describe well this is what we do this is what it's like and they got excited about it and they wanted to talk about it and I don't know I guess that's just kind of stupid to think about but like you know just remember that if you're ever going into a restaurant or like a bar or whatever someplace that does like a service like nail salon or something like that it's like they're not expecting every single person to come in like be a regular like they expect there to be new people all the time and they're happy to explain things and they don't judge you and they don't think negatively. And yeah, that's just kind of what I've been learning. I already knew, but I guess I just needed someone to say it to me. So. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. As soon as I stopped talking, Kara put stuff in her mouth. It was chips. I shouldn't eat during the podcast. I'm literally the worst about this. It's okay. Multitasker. No, do you know how many of our podcasts I've been eating in? Oh, I've all, all of, of them. them. Is it really all of them? Yeah. All no of them. way. Yeah. You're always eating something. Okay, yeah, it's because the only time I remember to eat is when I sit down for more than five minutes, mm-hmm. which I don't do a lot anymore. So pretty much every time we do the podcast, I'll sit down to start it and be like, oh, I should probably eat something. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I know I shouldn't eat on the podcast, but as a human, I have to eat and I forget a lot. So I'm sorry. I definitely <laughs> shouldn't eat crunchy chips on the podcast. I think so, that is the best thing to eat while I'll, you're getting recorded. I'll control myself. It's the loudest one. I think that had. you should try eating marbles. That's the loudest one we had? Mm-hmm. Is the that what you crunchy said? crunchy chips was the loudest mm-hmm. one that we've had so far. Mm-hmm. It's been the chicken curry soup. Oh, yeah. That soup was so good. taquitos. Yeah. There's been a couple with taquitos. There was, and the, yeah. There was, it was mostly been taquitos. And the mini chicken tacos. Mini chicken tacos. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Yeah, we've been keeping track. I'm sensing a theme here. I think Kara likes chicken. I do. I don't really eat um, a lot of beef or pork. I like sausage, like breakfast sausage. Oh, yeah. You do. I'm just kidding. But... Mm. <laughs> Anyways, I'm uh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I like uh. I, like mm. Mm, I do mm. like a burger every now and then, and like it's it's hard not to like bacon, you know. But Y'all make mostly, I eat meat. chicken and tuna. What do you say? Red meat so much. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. I haven't really missed meat in a long time. I'll miss chicken sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I was so I started a second job. And um, I was talking to my boss and it came up that I'm a vegetarian or a pescatarian. And because anyway, my coworker was saying something about it and he was like, what are you? And I was like, I'm a pescatarian. And he was like, what religion is that? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I could see 
because there's Episcopalian religion. I I could see it. Yeah. That's not a bad point. I, I could see the... Yeah. yeah, he was completely joking. Like he, he, yeah, he yeah. was like, "I make that joke all the time." I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's an yeah. interesting word. I really like, regardless of the way I feel about religion, I really enjoy the word Episcopalian. Episcopalian. Ah, this microphone does get longer. Ah. There we go. I couldn't. Sorry. There's so many knobs. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Who's so going, many knobs, Kara? Who's going next? Oh, were, oh, were you done? Yeah, I was okay, all done. Okay, yeah. Okay. I thought mm-hmm. so, but we got sidetracked with the whole eating. It's okay. Is someone here? Or no, just kidding. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. <gasps> no. I am tired. Other people live on our street also. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sometimes cars that don't live here. What? Drive down our road. What? Yeah, I know. It's surprising. But that's why all the other houses are there. Thought- They're not there for show? No. We're not the only people who live on this street. What? I thought the world. I know. I thought the world literally revolved around. I'm just kidding. Around the trash panda house. Yeah, exactly. Um, My mind is blown. Anyways, so um, Chad's like, I am a trash panda. Damn it! Did you want to go next, panda. Chad, or shall I go next? A whole new world. Oh shit! Better stop before we get sued. Um, okay, I'll go next. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just basically going to talk a little bit about, like, first of all, when I first realized I had anxiety because I think, I think that I've had anxiety for most of my life, like back to the time when I was a child, because um, you know how they say that, like. Like if you have a compulsive problem picking scabs, that's like a psychological issue, mm-hmm. basically. So I had a huge problem with that from like third grade on. And I mean, I grew out of it. Like, it's not like I still do that. But like when I was a, a child and a teenager, I had a huge problem with picking my scabs, which I think was like an anxiety related thing. And it was to the point where I would have sores that like lasted for years, which is crazy. But I didn't ever realize that I had anxiety because um, I have asthma. And then I would think that I was having an asthma attack. But anyways, I realized that I had anxiety one day because I had gone fishing to have lunch with my birth father and so normally whenever i would have anxiety attacks and i before i realized that they were anxiety attacks um basically i would be driving because i had really bad driving anxiety and i would smoke a cigarette and then because i would like i would smoke a cigarette and then get short of breath and my heart would like beat really quickly And I thought that it was like, I'm smoking cigarettes and I have asthma and I shouldn't be smoking cigarettes anyways, but that it was just like the cigarette making my asthma worse and that it was like a little mini asthma attack basically until one day when I went and I had lunch with my birth father and his family and then I left and went to drive home and I didn't smoke a cigarette and the same thing happened. And then I was like, what's going on? Like... I'm like short of breath and my heart is like beating quickly and I don't know why I didn't even smoke a cigarette like I shouldn't be. And then I was like, oh, 
I'm having an anxiety attack. And that was like literally like a light bulb. That was the moment that I realized I had anxiety. And I was just like, holy shit. Okay. So, yeah, I I do have a little bit of an issue. Okay, so like definitely I think everyone has their coping mechanisms for mm-hmm. anxiety. And the reason that I've had so many so much trouble quitting cigarettes is that cigarettes are literally like the way that I calm myself down when I start to freak out too much from anxiety. And I guess it just gives me like a reason to sit down and like actually focus on breathing for a second, even though I'm like inhaling toxic chemicals. But for some reason, like that's sometimes the only thing when my anxiety gets really, really bad that will like make me be able to calm down. So quitting cigarettes, like, it's not that I don't want to quit smoking and it's like actually not that I have any kind of like problems with the addiction side of it because I could go like two to three days, not smoke a cigarette and be fine. The problem is once I have like a really bad anxiety episode and that's like all I can think is like the only thing that's going to calm me down is a cigarette and I'm just like, fuck, I don't know what to do. And so that's why I haven't been able to quit smoking cigarettes but let's see other healthier ways that I deal with anxiety. Sometimes I do meditate a lot and do yoga. Yoga has helped me tremendously with like anxiety and depression and my back problems. And then just all around feeling stronger and like my body being able to actually carry the weight of itself and So yoga has been a big thing for me, definitely. And I've definitely noticed a difference. If I don't do yoga for a few days, my anxiety is like way worse for sure. Um, And then I do use CBD. I smoke CBD. I vape CBD to um, help with my anxiety. And that actually does help a lot. I know it helps you a lot too, Mm -hmm. like I don't know. It's just, it just re- like, it definitely relaxes me, but I always feel it in my shoulders. Yeah. Like I feel yeah. my shoulders like loosen. Yeah. Just drop like, yeah, same. I agree. Also like regular massage mm. can always help. That's a good, yeah. Mm-hmm. My anxiety definitely goes down when I have regular massage in my life right now. I unfortunately don't, but I, the person that I'm seeing gives me really good massages. Aww. <laughs> like really good. That's cute. And he'll be like, my mom taught me how to massage. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> my mom taught me how to massage. <laughs> oh my God. He's the cutest thing. That is so cute. He's really cute. You know what he asked me the other day? <laughs> what? Like, okay. So I can't remember like what we were talking about. He... He was quoting something. He wanted to quote something, but he had to ask me like a preemptive question before he quoted it. Yeah. So he was like, how do you feel about Eskimos? And I was like, to kind of like no context out of the blue kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, um, like, I don't know, Eskimos, like they're cool, whatever. And he's like, no, really, like, be honest with me, Kara. I want to know how you feel about Eskimos. And I was like, oh okay um i really like the clothes they wear 
but I don't understand how they live in such cold places. And he was like, all right, that's an honest opinion. Thank you for that. <laughs> like went on to quote the thing that he was going to quote. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. I, I think I might need to be high to understand that. No, I just wish I could <laughs> remember the quote because I don't remember it, but it was something about like, there are two things I hate in this world. One of them is something and one of them is Eskimos. And there's a whole thing, but I don't remember it specifically. Ugh. I sh- should I? No, it's okay. I'll just tell him we're busy. He's probably accidentally calling me. Okay. If he was going to call me, he would just call me on the phone. Sorry, my best friend is currently like Facebook Messenger video calling me, but we don't really do that. And we often actually both do it by accident. He like he butt dials me with Facebook Messenger all the time. So that's probably fine. But yeah, other than that, I don't know. Um, I guess some things that some general causes of my anxiety. Well, okay, because I was going to say, Sophie, I think you're right. Generally, a lot of the time, anxiety has a cause, but there are definitely times when it doesn't for me. Like, Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying that every time, like, it has a cause. Like, I have, like, the weirdest anxiety. Like, what was something I did recently? Oh, I was was pulling out of a driveway, Mm -hmm. and my window was foggy. That... It was raining. Mm-hmm. Not other reasons. And I, I drive a this Fiat. This wasn't a Titanic situation? No. I drive a, <laughs> I drive a Fiat. <laughs> he is pretty tall. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm just saying. You're right. It wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't logistically be very smart. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, so I, like, like, was pulling out of a driveway, and there were these people walking towards me walking towards my car and like the sidewalk and i like rolled down my window so i could like see mm-hmm. and then i was like wait there's these two people walking towards my car and it's dark out and i have my window down and i was like they're not very far away like what if they come and like try my door try to reach in like yeah. this isn't safe right and i was like so i better roll up my window and then i like rolled up my window and then i was like well now i can't see and I was like, and now they probably think that I don't like them. <laughs> Are your windows that tinted that you couldn't see them? It was at night. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that. like, and like, yeah, it was just really foggy. And okay. It was, it was okay. also raining. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I hate those situations when you're sitting in your car and you just see someone like walking and you're just like, oh, please don't like there's no logical reason to believe these people are going to come rob you mm-hmm. but for some reason my brain every time is just like i hope this random person that's just minding their own business walking down the road while i'm sitting in a parked car doesn't like come up and try to rob me or steal my car or something i was at a i was stopped once at a stop sign for a little bit and um like it was late at night and i had like my doors locked and like no one was around and i was like trying to get my gps up so my car had mm-hmm. just been sitting there for a couple of minutes yeah and this homeless woman came up and tried my door oh and just like stared at me and i was just oh, like this God. is how i die uh, 
um no that's scary yeah i've also had i've also had a homeless guy chase me in my car before Ooh, yeah that's not fun that happened under the bridge so in case anyone doesn't know anyone that doesn't live in austin or goes downtown Stay very the often fuck away from the bridges really oh dude dude i've Remember never had the any trouble down there I, I i was doing a k2 documentary i went on ride-alongs with the 50 yeah and austin is infamous under the bridges mm-hmm. no no don't go go stay away from the bridges that's it no but under oh. the bridge that's all lit up oh. she's talking about under 35 oh okay yeah uh, like downtown that huge right parking next, space the one right next to the police station that's on like 10th street and 7th street the bridge I, the oh bridge. that bridge yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah, i wouldn't yeah. go there yeah no yeah, Why we went would, under would, there with. I ooh, think I was, I was with the cop. Don't do those things. I had to go with the cop. We were ride along. Well, luckily I was with a five zero. Why did yeah. you do a ride along? It was we we're shooting a documentary for oh, the K two epidemic that was happening in Austin. The fuck. spice basalt. Man, yeah, one of my relatives just told me the other day that one of their brothers, who's also my relative, is. Um, getting re- been really into that shit lately and like yeah, they knew nothing gross. they knew nothing oh, about it it's the dumbest it shit sucked the because they were like Kara, do you know what spice is and i was like yeah and they were like apparently he's been on like spice a lot lately and i was like ah, okay and i had to like explain to them all what it was and then my other aunt who works in hr was like wait so if i were to do like a seven whatever panel drug test on my employees or my new hires like that wouldn't show up and nope. i was like no it wouldn't show up at all and she was like well and it's worse what than am i supposed to do yeah panel. and like fyi just f- for everybody's health out there like that stuff causes seizures and heart problems and mm-hmm. all kinds of shit so please growing. don't so doing just a documentary don't. on this i learned so much the um, you have no idea what you're getting whenever you get the k2 even if it's in the bags already because what happens is the plants and shit come from japan right that the main ingredient and then the people that are putting it together what it uses it uses pretty much all alter chemicals sometimes it's cement oh sometimes God. it is fertilizer and what happens is these people are putting the fertilizer or the cement mixture on it and then there it's not done by professionals it's done by john next door who has a yeah. fucking gp yeah just dumb and then he'll be trying to equally balance it across but then he'll get stoned or get high and then or something will happen and then he'll just leave it on one spot and he'll like he'll be spraying the mixture on some of the plants and then just keep his hand there because something else got his attention so that plant bundle is overdosed with chemicals and then he gives it sells it to the homeless because they're preying on the homeless population and it's like two dollars for three joints or a two dollar or a dollar for a joint and then they'll smoke it and because of the chemical mixture being overbalanced they'll fucking overdose and then that's why you see all the ambulances at the arch and shit Hmm. going down and we even interviewed meth heads that say they will never do spice because that shit is whack like you have to think about that you have crackheads and meth heads saying they will never go to spice crackheads that tells you <laughs> something right fucking there to stay the fuck away from that shit it's ridiculous yeah, um yeah no just yeah there was an epidemic of that 
so to speak, in my hometown shortly after I graduated high school. And there was like, you know, I grew up in a town of like 2000 people and there was like at least five kids who had to be like life lighted to Corpus or like picked up by the uh, ambulance or whatever, like and had seizures and like started having heart palpitations and all kinds of stuff like you have no idea what you're getting. And it generally says on the bag, not for human consumption. So if it says that, uh, you probably shouldn't breathe it into your lungs. So what do you call a duck that is addicted to drugs? A dick addicted to drugs. No, I know. I was just saying like just a dick, but (laughs) no, a quack head. Oh, I was was going to say a quack, a quack quack head. Oh my god. A quack hand. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, I will say I'm currently well not currently, but like the last two weeks have been suffering from a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Just kind of nonstop, which that's the one thing is like long term anxiety is really intense like it's super exhausting and then at a certain point like i feel like i start to get very very sensitive to things so Mm -hmm. like just being around too many people or loud noises or anything like that like i just freak out or like jump or cry randomly when i would normally just like maybe be a little startled you know like yeah it's just ugh, long-term anxiety does not have great effects on your psyche no i mean Y'all know a little bit. No, I've been going through long-term anxiety for this past month, month and a half. Like, on the verge of just saying fuck it all. And, like, even last night I wanted to go to Jimmy Eat Wednesday, but I was like, what was that blind pig watching Clint play? I almost threw up, like, four times at Jimmy Eat Wednesday just from the amount of anxiety I was experiencing about some of the people that were there. Yeah, I was... And then, like, the someone who shall not be named i uh, saw posted there as well and i was like oh thank god i did not go like uh, four or five people that I do not need to be in a room with uh, yeah. let alone yeah. at an inner area with yeah yeah especially if there's moshing yeah yeah so, um, but i was like all right i need to stay away from jimmy wednesday and just kicking it yeah blind pit. it's understandable and see i really i really like talked myself into going I really like decided I had to for some reason. So I went, but it was intense. It was an intense night for sure. But you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good yep. job. Hey, you went. Oh, I there was <laughs> a really funny moment. That's what I was thinking because, um, you know, one of the bands that played was that person who I am no longer dating. Yeah. And, uh, so at one point, um, my roommate was there with me and like, yeah, we were all standing off kind of, well, me and him and like one other person were sitting off to the side and there was like big group of our friends, like right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like looked up and was like, Oh, Hey, like so-and-so has cigarettes. Like I want a cigarette, but mm because he was standing right there and i was like "Mm." just to clarify my ex was standing right there and i was like "Mm, i'm just gonna so i told my roommate i was like hey i want to go like they're smoking a cigarette but 
and he was like well Kara, just go come on turns around starts to walk over there gets like three steps away and then turns around back to me like (laughs) bends over and goes oh (laughs) like the most obvious thing i've ever heard in the world dude like that everyone must have heard him but i just like literally fell back on the steps and started laughing and he was like i didn't see that before now i understand why you feel awkward about going over there and i was like oh my god it was really funny Carrie's roommate's the best. Tyson. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he on, was our last, on our podcast yeah. last time. Well, not last time, but the time before. Yes, that. I that, don't know why I forgot about the last one. I, things were going crazy. That was last a crazy time. time. Yeah, that was a crazy that day. That was a crazy moment. Everyone was stressed out. I actually don't yeah. remember that day at yeah. all. Well, that's because we had the giant um, cuddle puddle cry session downstairs after. Oh, that was right after I got... Yeah, yeah, after everything. That was after everything. After the, yeah. That was chaos. It was, it was right it was, in the middle of some real, like, chaos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to listen back to that one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. No, but um, I guess, um, I mean, the last, I would say the last few days have been very introspective for me. To give a kind of a recap, uh, this whole past month and a half, lost childhood friends, lost family members, chosen family members, um, and was, you know, people tearing me down, and then they lost my job a few days ago, so just been getting over that shit, and, but all in all, it was a blessing in disguise, because I was miserable at that job, people that were cool, but it sucked and and so i've been working on myself less anxious than i have been in a while in the last few days and just it's been interesting and the um just going moving past that bullshit and getting on back on the grind because then i just it made me realize that I'm fucking wasting my time. I need to focus on my art and shit. I need to get back on the the horse. Indeed. And like any artist, whenever they're working for corporations, it steals your soul. It drags you down, makes you hate everything, and sucks. But, yeah. That's (laughs) a good point to make, too, is just the amount of people in our society these days that are working jobs that they don't care about And the fact that we just kind of treat that like it's not a problem. Yeah. And like you, because you have to think that your job is what the majority of your thought and your time goes into. And if that's going into something that you either don't care about or even don't like, like legitimately really don't like doing, but you need the money. Mm-hmm. that has a profound effect on your mental state. And I think it's something that our society really needs to address and start to understand and treat as an actual issue rather than, um, you know, kind of, I don't know, poking fun at people who want to chase their dreams as if it's irresponsible. Yeah. Well, I mean, like think about this, you know, it's that I was working four tens, So 
four 10 hour shifts stuck behind a computer yeah and doing writing i was writing to customers yeah. and shit and what are two of my main passions involve being behind a fucking computer and writing is <laughs> where my artwork is and so it's like when i get off work i don't want to be behind a fucking computer yeah and doing any sort of writing yeah and it sucks because that's my main passion is writing and so it's like it's a double-edged sword so really i've been putting a lot of thought presses because i know i need to make money so i'm actually looking for something more either work at home so i can mm -hmm. work on my art while i'm working for you know whatever or something more physically active so i don't put any process into what my art would be i don't have to be stuck behind a computer so when i get yeah. off of work i can be so stoked to get behind the computer and do my shit yeah and that's where i'm at with that but when it comes to like anxiety in general like what was that place sophie that you said has the best coffee in austin summer moon coffee summer moon coffee i gotta try it oh my goodness go in and get um i usually get i okay i usually get a half moon latte so they use this uh creamer that they make and it's all like there's eight secret ingredients and it tastes like vanilla ice cream it's so good <laughs> and eight secret ingredients eight secret, secret ingredients. ingredients the secret is love um <laughs> and all of them are super cool there the coffee is just like on its own is so good and it's so i normally do a half moon so it's like they use half um of the creamer that they make See. like and then i think that they use like the rest of it is just like whole milk or whatever yeah. and then there's like a whole like just a summer moon latte which is just like full they use all the creamer and that one's really sweet and then they do quarter moon and then i got recently was uh a blue moon latte which was half I asked for half of it to be with the moon milk is what it's called. Mm. And then they put lavender syrup in it. And it was, oh. I, it worked. It totally worked. It was weird. I love lavender. Yeah. So. But like, keep in mind, like my boyfriend uh, doesn't, he's not a coffee drinker. He's a tea drinker. And I bring him summer moon lattes to work all the time. And he loves them. Well, so see, that's the thing is that yeah. you would be the only person I would trust when it comes to coffee taste. Yeah, because I drink so much of it. Me too. And mm -hmm. I used to not be a tea drinker or I used to not be a coffee drinker. Then I found Corona. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going in there with high expectations because Go Corona is my baby. Corona is really good. And Corona uh, is a lot of their drinks <laughs> are very sweet. So if you go in there, get a winter moon or a summer moon latte. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to try it out. I like Corona coffee a lot. Corona's, too. Corona's so good. My, Corona, Naaman, and Bridget, if you're listening, I love y'all. So give me a mad props. I swear I'm not cheating on you, but I do want to, you know, venture out and try other spots. Um, I have a weird request. Uh huh. Would it be weird if I played some Native American flute at the end of this podcast? That'd be fucking dope. Yeah, okay. I like that idea. Because okay, cool. I love Native American flute. It's so calming. It's, you know, when I meditate, I made a playlist on Spotify yeah. exactly for my anxiety, and it's called Tribal That Shit. Nice. And if you know me on Spotify, I have a lot of weird playlists, but um, I have Native American uh, pan flute, and then I also have Celtic uh, flute. Mm. and i have uh, african tribe flute 
and then I also have a lot of drums and stuff, and then a lot of Native American tran- um, chanting. Yeah. And really, it's just super relaxing. Um, Without getting too woo-woo about it, I really think that, um, especially with stuff like anxiety, sound waves have a very intense effect on oh, your mood. Oh, well, most definitely. Like, my... I mean, if it wasn't for music in general, I don't know where the fuck I would be. I would be a Laffy Taffy candy. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a nail. I would under probably a bridge. be miserably it, bored working in some terrible office job somewhere or in a bar getting drunk all the time at work. Right? Like, I, I was miserable at my or job. Or on drugs. Was, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, be a, be a quackhead. <laughs> whenever i start to feel down about my life i remember at least i'm not selling my body so things could be way worse true not that there's anything wrong with sex workers but you know right well if, yeah some people it's just not for them you know yeah yeah no. like some people just like don't feel like they could do that have you ever seen the fu- show yeah Firefly? i mean i've what? Yes, Have I you love ever seen that the show. show Firefly? They gave a yeah. whole new aspect perspective for me and prostitutes. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, to be to be fair, to be clear, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that either. Oh, yeah. But I just um, specifically attach emotions to sex a lot, so yeah. I think that that would be very detrimental to my psyche. And in my mind, I see that as like if I was like last resort did not know how else I was going to live, that's what I would have to do. So that's kind of why I see it as like, yeah, no. And I figured that's what you meant by it. But I like to clarify because I don't want anyone to see, listen to this and be like, whoa, because I'm like, that's not what care means. Well, at and all. then on yeah. the other hand, I'm constantly thinking like, ah, it'd be such an easy way to make a living. Like, God, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, see, oh, see yeah. Kara, this is where I got to stop you. Cause I don't think you as a last resort would go into selling your body. Actually, I'd be mad at you, but a good last resort would be stripping and that's easy as fuck money but the whole point of the last resort is like if <laughs> i have no resort. other option <laughs> i can't if i can't even if strip. i can't even strip which would already be not great yeah. not that there's anything wrong with stripping but again like to for my own like i have a lot of yeah. self-image issues and like base my opinion of myself too much on other people's opinions of me like physically already mm-hmm. so that True. would not be good for me yeah, no, it was, it's actually funny, and the, now that we're bringing up escorts and prost, as uh, two days ago, I found the most adorable meme that, like, I don't know, it just cheered me the fuck up, mm-hmm. I was just down on myself and shit, and I'm gonna read that to y'all, cause I died laughing, and then a hilarious moment happened last night, to where it just made me bring it up, but uh, the meme is... Today I learned that there are female penguins who exchange sex for nice rocks. So if you're having a hard day, just remember that hooker penguins exist. Oh my god. Also, yeah. some female penguins have been observed performing the mating dance, but not putting out and still getting nice rocks. Whoa. So stripper penguins ex- also exist. Yep. And I died laughing. And I was like, well, for some reason that does make me feel better. <laughs> And then my homegirl, uh, I was kicking it with last night, we're there, uh, Blind Pig, and she, out of nowhere, gave me a pebble, <laughs> and it's like her <laughs> lucky rock, and I just died laughing, because my mind wow. went straight to that meme, I was like, 
oh, so this is like the reverse pay- mating ritual for penguins. <laughs> and she was like, God damn it. No, shit. Ah, no, no, Chad, no. I was like, no, it's hilarious. No, Chad, no. Because <laughs> it's okay. Stripper and hooker penguins exist. They the do. fact that I didn't have to do either makes me feel like complimented. And like you, you still got a rock. <laughs> you just gave me a nice rock. It's okay. <laughs> So yeah, it was a that's fun, nice. I'll that have was to a fun that. breakaway from reality. Oh, I heard a funny joke today. Um, okay. okay, it wasn't actually. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's a joke or if it was a true story. Now that I think about it, um, but basically, I was at work and we were. Oh, oh, remind me after this. I keep trying to find a good time to interject this, but I wanted to talk about one more anxiety work thing. Okay. Um, I was at work and we were anxiety work thing. <laughs> we were talking about um, times we had gotten pulled over or encountered police officers, and one of my coworkers told a story about uh, when one of his female family members got uh, pulled over. So this is why I'm saying I don't know if this was a joke and that was the premise, or if this actually happened. So basically. She got pulled over by a state trooper and he comes up and he's like, ma'am, like you were going this fast, like way over the speed limit. Where are you in such a hurry going to? And she was like, well, um, I was on my way to the state troopers ball. And he goes, now, ma'am, you know that state troopers don't have but and then stopped, closed his pad and walked away <laughs> and let her go. Yeah, that's an old joke. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I've heard it before, but yeah, I think it's a joke, not a true story, but it really made me laugh today. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a classic. <laughs> um, but I was going to say also, so I got a new job recently and I teach um music lessons at a music school/ slash, uh retail music music retail shop in Austin and they already had one location they opened up a new one so I'm teaching like seven different things like clarinet saxophone piano ukulele guitar and vocals so six and then I might end up doing like production and recording too and it's great I really really love it um so this is the flip side of like work anxiety though is like there's definitely the anxiety of working in a job that you don't care about and that sucks and it like causes a lot of residual anxiety. And then there's getting a job that you actually really care about and are terrified that you're underqualified for. So like oh it's and I'm not like I have a degree and besides that degree, I have another two years of college experience in that field and I have like years of experience in this field and like being in band and helping with band camps in college. And then like, so I I know what I'm doing, Yeah. but I'm constantly afraid that somebody's going to like realize that like, I'm not qualified for this job, even though I am, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But it's because I've never really had a job that's like in my preferred field, like actually a real career opportunity. And I really, really enjoy because most of the kids I teach are like, eight to 15 and they're super awesome and exciting and funny and they get really excited about music and I love it. But that's the flip side of the whole anxiety thing in in the workplace is that when you have a job you really enjoy and you want to keep, um, it's scary sometimes, especially when it's a new job because I've never done anything like this before. And yeah, it's just like, 
I don't know, feels like stepping out into like entirely new territory of the world somehow, you know? I get that. Very interesting. I recently started my second job doing um basically everything (laughs) okay um so it's like a it's like a restaurant but it's also a bar and it's also like a dessert place and they have really really good food really good coffee all the stuff and um but it's like it's a location in like a part of town that's like kind of a drive for most people especially people that work in the service industry like it's in a nicer part of town so most of the people that work there like don't live super close by and so like they are really we're really short-staffed and you know which is great kind of because like you know we get more tips at the end of the night but because there's less people to have to share it with but the only thing though is that like the other night i worked and you know they're still training me and we're supposed to have like seven people and we had three (laughs) yeah including myself so literally the two other people that were there is like one of them's been there for like a month and no like two weeks or no they've both been there for like two weeks i've been there for like a week and but technically it's been like my third day and they're like all right we're putting you on bartender and i'm like uh i know how to pour beer and wine and that's pretty much it like and they're just like okay you're gonna be working with this bartender and you're gonna be doing everything and so it was crazy because i'm just like half of me is like okay i don't know what i'm doing and i don't want to mess anything up because you know it's like it's a huge establishment i mean it's giant and like you know it's one of those places i mean it's the food industry so it's like you know one person gets upset because you did something wrong and it's like that food's free and then you get in trouble so it's like working at the bar like oh let me make sure okay sorry okay yeah just um make sure we're still recording yeah but anyway so there's like a lot of anxiety there but they seem to they love me there like they're they're they really appreciative because like i just like basically shut down and just do what i'm told and i'm just like okay what do you need like like you need me to pour, like make a martini while i go bust three tables at the same time and do this and yeah okay cool i'm doing it like yeah. so and it's it's i mean it's easy money doing waitressing yeah so, but but anyway that's so i can understand like i don't know also just like them putting me in a bartender situation where i don't know how to bartend and they're just like be a bartender and i'm just like uh please just like maybe just pretend you don't realize that i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) like (laughs) i mean like kudos to you for just like jumping in and doing it though because that's i mean that's like what gets a lot of people ahead in their job too is like a lot of people, if you were to walk up to them and be like, hey, I know you haven't really bartended before, but uh, we need someone. So you got to get back there. And they'd be like, I can't do that. I don't I don't know how to do that and wouldn't do it and tell them to find somebody else. But when you're the person who's like actually willing to do it, which thinks <laughs> which is another thing at my job, I feel like I'm actually doing super well because I'm the only teacher who's full time there. Mm hmm. I'm also, um, we have two other female teachers, but I think maybe one is only vocals and only works like super short, like not very often at all. Mm -hmm. And then the other one only teaches drums. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of the girl students, they give to me immediately just because they're kids and they think they might feel more comfortable with the girl. Yeah. 
And then I'm also apparently the only full-time teacher and I teach like seven instruments. So I'm pretty much the only one that's there all the time. And then I see like a couple of other people coming in and out and I'm really trying to get involved with like the recording and all this other stuff. So it's interesting because I'm like, my intention was to go into this and like make myself like integral to this new location. Like I'm going to be a really big part of it, you know, and it's actually kind of working. Like I'm doing yeah. well at it. So yay. Whew. It's been, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really exciting, but it's terrifying. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. hundred percent. Like, like it's, it's great, but it's also like, Oh my God. Like this yeah. is a real job and I'm like a <laughs> real adult and teacher now. So I'm a big kid now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to go over a few things that I do on a daily basis to help with my anxiety. And then I thought that maybe we could close up and you want to do the, the flute. Sure. Um, but is there anything that you wanted to add Chad before? Would it be weird if I just played a little bit of flute from like now to the rest of the end? It'll be really quiet. Yeah, go for it. I don't care. Chad, is there anything else you want to add before I go over some things I do that help with my anxiety? Mm, no. Oh, I'm good. It sounded like a little race car. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Meow. Mm, like, meow. Meow. So like an evil cat. Interesting. Interesting. Ever since like Tyson did the sound effects, I was like, yeah, we do need more. We do need. I okay, and I was disappointed in myself because I listened to that last podcast and heard myself say I was going to go back in and add the sound effects, but when I was editing, I didn't specifically listen to that part, and I forgot, and I was like oh man I really dropped the ball on that one (laughs) so I'm gonna try really hard to remember to go back in and put some crazy sound effects in this one (laughs) I'm excited Uh, but anyway so as far as um, let's see here so these are things that actually my therapist told me to do Um, so there's one my go to personally is I think it's called the 54321 method Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to do like, you know, what am I tasting? What am I directly feeling or whatever, which is supposed to be like the five and then the four. But really, like he recommends just doing like, you know, three, two and one or something like that. And that's and, the five senses, right? Like, yeah, the five senses. Yeah. And um, but anyway, he says like to do like, you know, really just find something in the room and start describing it like to yourself like you don't have to like someone's like making you uncomfortable and you're just like oh my god look there's a rock it's a rock and it's it's hard and it's gray and they're just like i don't know why you're doing this and you're just like i have you're making me uncomfortable and i'm sweating everywhere um no you don't need to be doing that but anyway uh sweating sweating. oh i because i sweat so much i wish yeah i don't sweat when i have anxiety which is a good thing i'm very grateful for that but I've I just like my armpits become fountains. Oh, that's so scary. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I wear a lot of deodorant, so ah, it's okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but anyway, there's that. Um, you know, you could do stuff like where you're just thinking to yourself, like I'm sitting in this room and and we're recording, and I could just like look around. And I'm just like, there's a candle there, and the flame looks really big, and it's purple or kind of red maybe, and it's in a little clear jar, and it's, it's really pretty. It's purple. Okay. Um, it's kind of the same color as my hair right now. Um, 
but anyway so there's just like i'll do that often and that's always helped me a lot um there's also you know you can flex a muscle so if you're getting nervous about something focus on a muscle and flex it and this is also really nice for people that work with anatomy like myself um where you know you can really think about what muscle you're like tightening and flexing and stuff like that um there's that one and then there's breathing and breathing is always a big one um there's different methods you could do um you know there's like a whole one i think it's like you you breathe in for eight seconds and then you you hold it for four and then you breathe out for seven i usually do the one that i've heard is you do ah sorry Two to one with with the microphone. Two to one breathing, which is you would if you breathe in for um four seconds, Mm -hmm. you breathe in for four seconds, you hold it for four seconds, and then you breathe out for eight seconds. Mm -hmm. Is what I've I've heard that one too. Yeah, but yeah, so there's like different ones. I think it also just focusing on your breath that gives you a reason to focus on it Um, because breath is super important. Um, You know, it's. You know, if you're breathing really fast and freaking out, like you're just going to get yourself more worked up. Um, I do that sometimes where just like I'll be sitting there and I'll just be like <sighs> breathing really hard. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't stop breathing this hard. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, like, that happens to me. Yeah. You forget how to breathe normally. Yeah. Yeah. My anxiety does that sometimes. But then having like something like, OK, well, how do I get this to be normal? And you just go, OK, well breathe in for eight seconds or breathe in for seven breathe into four seconds whatever you got to do like it just gives you kind of something to focus on and make almost like a game um so those are some things i do um also just like having little things to take care of to kind of put your mind at ease things that you can like fumble with um i like to just like anything creative you know music you know um painting drawing um sometimes i'll make like little bracelets out of like embroidery thread and stuff like that um there's that stuff and then there's also let's see little things like that that will keep me busy um yeah also listening to music always helps me for sure yeah but but anyway those are some things that i like to do to help myself and my anxiety and that's pretty much it for the, I think for this episode. Kara is gonna go ahead and, and end the episode with some beautiful. And I guess flute. we'll probably have a song at the end as well. Yeah, one of the local, local artists. Something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to contact us, Red Podcast, the Red Flag Podcast at gmail.com, Our Twitter, hit us up. Uh, the Red Flag Pod and or Facebook. Message us if you have any ideas for episodes or you want to just say hi message us hit us up and you know anxiety sucks a lot but you know there's people out there that will always listen and always want to help you and you know always a reminder that you're not alone in this world and there are people that experience what you experience every day and you're not as weird as you think you are oh my gosh watch logic's episode on rapture because that was his main thing or why he even wrote the 1-800 song was his anxiety got really bad to where he was physically harming him so yeah it's amazing and 
I suggest highly watch that. And we're not sponsored by them by any means, but mm-hmm. we would like to be sponsored by somebody. So anybody, <laughs> yeah, any sponsors, wanting to sponsor, wanting to sponsor us, sponsor anybody us. that does anything, 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 maybe like Squarespace or MeUndies or something like that. Squarespace, MeUndies, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify, even or yeah, just um, any one of those. But any coffee shops want to get shout outs, right? <laughs> we will, we will drink your coffee we'll drink every your day. Coffee. <laughs> Free coffee, hell yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think that is it. Um, once again, I am Sophie, Chad, Chad, Kara. Hi. And this is the red flag. Thank you so much for watching or listening. You don't watch us. I hope not. not. Um, one day. Not one yet. day. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time, or you will hear us next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Got two fingers They've been perfectly down my throat I'm burning inside I need a cool down I know what I'll do I'll just drink it till I can't see straight I'm talking too loud I need a calm down I gotta be on a test I can't remember I'll slip the right down your throat It's getting easier to be a member Of this hyper-realistic joke Now we're crying on the floor trying to Remember when life gets so hard on you and me Every single time I wake up I start falling straight to pieces Every single time I fall asleep I wake up a bit more anxious Cause you try so hard to gain a few But you can't stop pacing, stop pacing You don't got a cell phone So I don't know where you've been living So I stalk your mother's Facebook page if you're still breathing Her last post of you was late, late, late July When you look good, you got your hair cut short You got the same look in your eye The night you said I could be anything You were on your third pit. You passed out before I had even left Fast forward now, I'm in my room I'm trying really fucking hard not to think of you But it's difficult cause I don't know if you're dead Every single time I up, I start falling straight to pieces Every single time I fall asleep I wake up a bit more anxious Cause you try so hard to gain a few But you can't